you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. You will drive it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And here's an email from Madeline Coleman. Hi, BLT. Uh, the subject line was, can Timmy attend the Vanessa Hudgens grocery store meet and greet? Vanessa Hudgens went to pavilions in Sherman Oaks, California. Vanessa Hudgens went to <laughs> a few places, a few uh, grocery stores in around the LA area. Hawking her and Cali I saw this email, And I said, I don't expect Timmy to actually do this, but I do think that he should be presented with the opportunity to do so. Because I know that Timmy has like a real job and like real stuff to do. Timmy, you has, know? Stuff. Timmy has friends. Timmy's a social life. And so we sent him this query from the hooligan, and he said, oh, I can uh, make this work. <laughs> I can make this happen. Timmy showed up in a Spring Breakers shirt with his Spring Breakers poster mm-hmm. and a and a bone-deep love for Sneaker Night, you know, in his body. Bone-deep. Bone-deep. And got Ew. Vanessa Hudgens while promoting her Cali water. Hey, it's Vanessa Hudgens. I am so excited to share... Cali water with you. (laughs) It is my brand new cactus water. It is full of hydration, electrolytes, antioxidants, great for the skin, great for your stomach. It's honestly just sitting in front of a sign that says benefits of cactus water. Showed up with before you accuse her, she is not scabbing. She is merely selling water, cactus flavored water at a pavilion. This is the only thing I want to see our celebrities doing, and I'll get to what they have been doing, which is attending fake fake award, award shows. shows. So desperate, they should only be selling water, flavored water at pavilions. If I see them out promoting anything else, I'm going to be very disappointed. And Timmy said, "Please sign my Spring Breakers poster." For everyone who doesn't know this, because maybe they didn't listen to they Patreon, they're not a Patreon, and they don't. Listen, they didn't listen to our Spring Breakers commentary. Timmy is, his favorite movie is Spring Breakers. So he said, please sign my Spring Breakers poster. Vanessa Hudgens wrote, Spring Break forever. Heart Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens, XO, XO. She really said, I loved this role. And I will sign your poster. And Spring Break is forever. And I'm going to need you to buy a 12-pack of Cali water. I bet, I hope you did. If, I hope you did. Honestly, to be fair, like, if I'm going ask. to like a celebrity event, I don't want to buy a book. I don't want to buy. An, I don't want to buy. Uh, no offense. I don't want to buy a. I don't want to buy a movie. I don't want to buy a movie ticket. I, I don't want to buy, buy a six pack of water. I want to drink it. I want to buy a drink. You want to buy Celsius. You want to buy Cali water. I feel like if a if a drink comes in a skinny can that looks like that, I'm gonna like it. <laughs> I want to buy a refreshing seltzer adjacent liquid and so i would and i love this this pic of timmy and vanessa where you zoom out and it's just like oranges in the background and like it's just like it's just giving supermarket is so funny vanessa hudgens on aisle five (laughs) you know what i mean i also love like timmy did take a photo of the line but the line wasn't that long no and timmy was so worried he was like what if i have to wait so long i'm not gonna i don't want to wait so long yeah it wasn't that long no it was great it was great it was manageable she looks amazing you can't be shady that the line was short and then be mad it wasn't. It, it, then be 
then be happy it wasn't long. You got to, mm-hmm. you know, it's a win-win. Mm-hmm. Congrats to Timmy. He met his hero, baby V. Sneaker <laughs> night forever and spring break forever. Okay, can Thank we... Thank you, Timmy. Let's move on to Zach Bryan getting arrested in Oklahoma. <laughs> this is why people do not like police officers. I would get back in my truck right now if you let me out of these handcuffs. Well, if, you'll if you don't, it's going to be a mistake, sir. I promise. You I know, know, I know every high pole, I know every sheriff in Tulsa. Okay, that's I, I let I let 40 of them go to my BOK show. You know... I know you don't give a f- I do love the cognitive dissonance of this where anyone who didn't know who Zach Bryan was was like another disgusting country man arrested fuck him and then we were I like bet he was oh no that's the- I bet he beat someone up <laughs> and everyone had to be like oh no that's the like quote good one and then everyone was like oh slay mama love it like <laughs> fuck the police like <laughs> he yelled I mean to be fair <laughs> to be fair he <laughs> Yelled at a cop and then apologized? Yeah, I He yelled know. at a cop and apologized. He still apologized. But still, he yelled at a cop. Zach Bryan said a cap, and then he said, oh, never mind, buy my album. <laughs> like, Zach Bryan got his uh, his first number one single and then promptly got arrested for obstructing justice or whatever. That's kind of a slay. I understand that he apologized after the addendum. Not my favorite, I understand. But, like, mm-hmm. it still is so funny that this happened back to back. For a few glorious hours, we had this. Um... I was an idiot today and my decisions did not reflect who I was as a person and I just want to make that clear and I should have been smarter about it. The I was sort of I kept expect I kept expecting the other shoe to drop. I was like, "Oh, we're going to get some sort of there's going to be some reveal about some awful thing he said or there's going to be some reveal that he was like wasted and driving like, "Oh no." No, he like, just was mad cuz he was no, in traffic. No, he was mad because he was stuck in traffic and the <laughs> cops were taking too long and so he, <laughs> he got was honestly road raged. <laughs> like the New York was. Times reporting has every detail, so it says Mr. Bryan, 27, was arrested in Venita, Oklahoma, and charged with obstructing an officer, a misdemeanor, according to the Oklahoma Highway Patrol who made the arrest. So what happened was, um, here it goes, a highway patrol officer pulled over a speeding driver on a road through Venita, then observed a black Ram pickup truck pull alongside it. The second driver, Mr. Bryan, stepped outside, asked what was taking so long, and ignored the officer's admonition that he return to his vehicle or risk going to jail. Quote, I'll go to jail. Let's do it, Mr. Bryan said, according to the document. And they let him out in a couple hours. Take me to jail. He said, I'd rather be in jail than this traffic. And sometimes traffic does feel like that. He got like... I'm like, I keep picturing like Holly Hunter, the sexiest mugshot. I keep imagining Holly Hunter in Raising Arizona, like taking the mugshots of Nicolas Cage and like being turned on, like turn to the left, turn to the right. And it's like, turn to the right. It's like the hottest mugshot ever taken. Thank God he didn't do anything bad. I mean, he yelled at a cop. Who cares? He apologized. Brianna Chicken Fry posted a TikTok singing along to the criminal song by Britney Spears. So, and now his song is number one in the country. Yeah. Mama, I'm in love. Exactly. It's funny because at first I was like, Fiona Apple doesn't make sense. And then I was like, no, it's not. She's the criminal. I'm in love with the criminal. And now his song with Casey is the number one song in the country. So great song. Great great song. song. Great album. Great Great song. Great album. And Spotify made it the bookshot, the cover of the country, the outlaw country playlist. The outlaw country playlist cover. He said, like, I support law enforcement as much as anyone can. <laughs> Fair. As much as anyone can is so funny. <laughs> yeah, we should have That's read really that. That's <laughs> really funny. That's really funny. I was just frustrated in the moment. It's unlike me, and I apologize. They brought me to jail, and there was a mugshot of me floating around. Prayers, we can all move on from this, and prayers, people I know, I'm just trying the best I can. I love you guys, and I'm sorry to the officers. Okay, whatever. Sorry. I mean, he's got he's got a split. He's got a very uh, split audience between mm-hmm. red and blue states, so he's mm-hmm. just doing what he can. He's doing what he can. Let's Speaking move of collabs. On. Speaking of red and blue states. <laughs> no, by red, by red you mean Red Sox. By red, you just mean Massachusetts. Red Sox and blue states. <laughs> mm-hmm. Meaning Massachusetts. Speaking of mm-hmm. Massachusetts. Red hair and red states, honestly. Speaking of red hair and blue states, Ice Spice went to Massachusetts to sell some munchkins. This Thank was inevitable, God. which I like. Thank but I do, God. I do think that following up the Ben Affleck kind of celebrity of the, the Duncan Ben Affleck moment is going to be tough. That's the well, pinnacle you, of Duncan They started at the top. It doesn't, it doesn't get better than that. Like, it started with Charlie D'Amelio's really good drink. And it mm-hmm. kind of was rising, rising, rising until the Ben Affleck. And now it's kind of like, can they go any higher? And it's like, don't worry. Ice Spice is going to be selling pumpkin spice munchkins, which are delicious, by the way. Oh, my God. Not a spawn. I would define munch as like just an eater or somebody that's like obsessed with you. Or it could be a hater. Either way, they're still obsessed with you. A eater is just somebody that just likes to like eat munchkins in general or have you had the pumpkin spice munchkins i've never had the pumpkin spice they're pumpkin they're pumpkin 
um, donut is good. I mean, I'm sure this is going to be good. Did you see what her drink is? It's fucking gross, though. Sorry. It's munchkins in the cup. It blends iced coffee. Listen, I didn't realize that. (laughs) It's fucking. It's actually (sighs) deranged. Only our GFF would dare to drink this, which is ironic because he's GFF, so he really shouldn't be touching this. (laughs) He shouldn't be. I don't think he can drink. A coffee with munchkin in it. It's no. true. It blends iced coffee with pumpkin. Mu- this just shows also how bad the coffee is there because it's like it blends iced coffee with pumpkin munchkin donut <laughs> hole treats featuring a caramel drizzle topped with whipped cream and another caramel drizzle. And, and another caramel drizzle is so funny. They're blending the munchkins with. This is too far. This is too far. Oh, we finally wow. found out what the munch in munch is. Ice is the one who tweeted it. And it's like a munchkin with a princess necklace on it. And it says America runs on munchkins 913. So by the time you're listening to this, you, well, you should be getting in line, I guess. Because the next day it'll be, it'll be out at Dunkin'. Today's 9-11. And when we're done with that, oh my God. we're moving on to, we're moving on to Ice Spice. Oh my God. Collaboration with Dunkin' Donuts. I'll be there. I'll be first in line. Ugh. Maybe second. I'll be like Timmy. I'll go to the flagship. The thing about this story, though, is what is, is the thing is that it it's it's been a joke. Like you made the joke on the podcast. Plenty of people made the joke on Twitter. Like when is Ice Spice gonna collab with Duncan for or someone with the pumpkin spice latte? And she basically kind of did it. She did yeah, it. Yeah, I think yeah. In the most and unpredictable way possible because... by putting Munchkins inside of a drink, but still, she did it. No, it also works because her fans are called Munchkins. Weren't mm-hmm. they going to be the Spice Cabinet? And they said no. Mm-hmm. They said that's actually they not rejected really what Spice we Cabinet. Be. They rejected Spice Cabinet. They said we want to be Munchkins. Spice Cabinet is still hysterical, and uh, I call it's myself hilarious. a Spice Cabinet. So little little cumin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, everyone. That's much funnier. But <laughs> it's fine because this way got her to the big, the big account, which is Dunkin' Donuts, mm-hmm. and she now is running on Dunkin', which is great because. It's been a while since she's had a hit, and I'd argue this is the biggest hit of them all. <laughs> since she's doing this, is it who behavior to do Duncan? Like, was it who behavior for Ben Affleck to do Duncan? I kind of think it sort of was. It's always kind of who behavior for, like, a triple A-lister to do any sort of, like, cheesy advertising that, like, plays with their public image. Am yeah. I wrong? No, I think I think that's because I was the hoping whole idea with being A-list and being a them is to not even acknowledge that you are famous. Or like not even not even like kind of have speak at all, not even mm-hmm. give comment, not even do anything. So it, it really, it really kind of it's it's wonderful, it's lovely, but it it's makes degrading. you money, but it's kind of like who behavior. So yeah, this mm-hmm. is kind of who behavior. I don't know if Ice Spice is a who or a them. It does feel like she, we're she still we're she still in her kind of fifteen minutes of them glow, but I don't know if it's I don't know, I don't know. It's sort of like do you need do you need one more one more song like one more thing to like solidify it or one more album i don't know i think she's like currently sort of a them but mm. Mm, yeah i don't know Mm. Mm. here for the duncan run campaign commercial it's a great deal a large coffee a donut for a buck i mean things pretty cool so i thought it'd be like authentic and meta yes i'm doing the commercial but am i doing the commercial you know i'm the commercials i'm a real actor this is an art form for me i do know you departed the Sohos Awards. Sohos, Soho House. Soho Soho House Awards happened. Okay, everyone gagged that there are Soho House Awards. Everyone said, "Who are the? What are these photos of celebrities attending the Soho House Awards?" We know what the Soho House are. Obviously, Annabelle Brownstein. We belongs there, and we all know mm-hmm. that. Okay. Uh, which one of you is Annabelle Bronstein? I am. Well, that's impossible. Miss Bronstein is in London for the week. No, I am Annabelle Bronstein. And she's British. As I was saying, dear sir, I am Annabelle Bronstein. But what are the Soho House Awards and are the celebrities this desperate to find somewhere to go? And actually, I think between this and the the U.S. Open, celebrities are like, we have to be in front of cameras and we don't know where to go because everything else is not allowed. And so we are getting vouchers to go to Venice. We are attending the Soho mm-hmm. House Awards, which I'd never heard of, but apparently this is their second year. I'd argue that maybe the first year wasn't a star studded for various no, reasons. I don't think so. And we didn't even hear about it. There were certainly some stars there. I'm sorry, this award show is 
psychotic. <laughs> the first iteration of the award show took place in London last year. Mm-hmm. In the club's own words, ready for this? The Soho House Awards are designed to recognize and spotlight the incredible work of creative talents across our membership. I know, I From know. established icons to future stars, undiscovered changemakers, and all those in between. You have to be a member of mm-hmm. the Soho House you do. to be nominated for an award. Mm-hmm. I don't even believe that. <laughs> I'm sure they make exceptions because a lot of the people here are like up and coming artists who must have free memberships or something or must have been given memberships. Let's see how much a Soho house in New York is. Do you know what it is? No, it's like yeah, it's like three hundred or four hundred dollar a month or something. It's expensive. And oh, you have it's, to pay it's like thirteen hundred dollars a year. Oh, if you're over twenty seven, it's six hundred and sixty six dollars a quarter. <laughs> so for us it would be twenty six hundred dollars a year. It's expensive. Okay. The Soho House Awards were this week, this last week. A lot of celebrities like A listers went I think a large, in large part because, as Lindsay said, they're not going to the film festivals, which are happening now because of the strike, right? They can't do promotion for the movies that are coming out later because of the strike. So they're just like having fun and promoting themselves and getting like. So you're getting just like celebrities doing general things for nothing, or Mm -hmm. they're promoting something like. Emma Watson made a gin brand with her brother. So, of course, they're there being like, we're entrepreneurs. We're entrepreneurs. And we're not <laughs> Well, I mean, kissing. let's be we're honest. actually related. <laughs> the SAG strike didn't affect Emma Watson. Okay? Like. <laughs> no, and it didn't affect her brother. It didn't affect her brother. Emma Watson brings rarely seen brother Alex to Soho House Awards. Colon, cute photos. Sorry. As a co-host of the podcast Two Weekly, he's not rarely seen in my book. He's popping up left and right. I see him all I the time. I see him all the time. In Gin Magazine or whatever. Check your I'm privilege, okay? Him. And she's all over the place. Mm-hmm. Being like, hello. Hello. And I'm like, Did you see, oh my God, another thing about like actors striking and promoting weird stuff. I know that this was coming out anyway, but the amount of attention Jake Gyllenhaal's children's book about being an uncle is getting is like <laughs> started oh started sort of no, like cute this to is me be and so now shady won't to you, fucking stop. But it won't stop. Th- this is going to be shady to you, oh, but I haven't what? seen a I haven't seen a blip from that. I haven't seen a bit a bloop. A you bit haven't seen him on like all over people being like buy my no. children's book about being an uncle. Mm, I think it's finding you. Yeah, he wrote a children's book about aunts and uncles with Greta Caruso, another Nepo baby. <laughs> it's called The Secret Society of Aunts and Uncles. Um, anyway, I'm seeing a lot of coverage and maybe it's not popping up on your channels, but like just to confirm, I feel uncomfortable, but I'm seeing it on ABC News. I'm seeing it on People. I'm seeing it, you know, on the internet. I love I'm that. not the I only one. Shout out to Greta who helped Jake Gyllenhaal write a book about being an uncle. That mm-hmm. is so funny. <laughs> We yeah. hear that you are soon to be a published author. Oh, yes. Congrats. Just like you. Oh, yes. Congrats. Oh, thanks. Congrats to you on your Thank book. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's so cool. So um, you're writing a children's book. Yeah, it's written. Time now for our conversation with Jake Gyllenhaal, the Oscar and Tony-nominated actor, made his movie debut at the age of 11 in City Slickers, and he's performed in more than 40 films overall. There he is. Donnie Darko, Brokeback Mountain, Spider-Man Far From Home. And now he's the author of a new children's book. It's called The Secret Society of Aunts and Uncles, which he co-wrote with his best friend, Greta Caruso. There are few roles as special as becoming an aunt or an uncle, but what should that relationship look like? Actor Jake Gyllenhaal has teamed up with co-author Greta Caruso to crack the code in a new children's book. Our Will Gann sat down with Jake Gyllenhaal to talk about the secret society of aunts and uncles. But I'm not seeing it anywhere, so I feel like it's finding you. Either you're a great uncle, which you are, and I'm not even an uncle Mm -hmm. or an aunt, so it seems like you're an uncle. And there might be another reason why Jake Gyllenhaal's book about being a good uncle is finding you. But like, I'll why just does let this the keep, listeners. Why does this keep popping up on my feed? Jake Gyllenhaal, like, smiling. Smiling. I do love that he can't be called a gunkle. Like, he, like he's like, I wrote it with a woman. <laughs> no, he is a gunkle, but he's a Gyllenhaal uncle. <laughs> he's a Gyllenhaal. for Gyllenhaal uncle. <laughs> he's a Gyllenhaal uncle. And Maggie's a gant. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, they did not attend the Soho House Awards, though. I'm sure they were invited. They didn't attend the Soho House Awards. Okay, here's the thing. I have a quiz about the Soho House Awards winners. And just the Soho House Awards in general, okay? So it's sort of going to give you an introduction to the vibe of the awards, the sorts of categories, um, the things you win, the people who were there, blah, 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 blah. Okay? It's It's not the longest quiz, but, you know, we'll start here. 
Emma Watson and Alex Watson, one breakthrough entrepreneur, okay, they created a sustainable gin brand derived from grape skins that are usually discarded in the traditional winemaking process. Um, this gin will be sold at UK Soho houses from this month, okay? All of this information is from the Soho House website, right? I'm using the information that's from the website of the Thank winners. Thank you. Okay? okay, great. Yeah. What is the name of Emma and Alex Watson's sustainable gin brand? Fuck, I've Is seen... it Renault? Oh. Rene? Renard? Or Rhiannon? Is it Renard? No, it's Rene. R-E-N-A-I-S. Okay, close. Dave Free won this award, which is part of the quiz. Um, he's an American filmmaker and record executive best known for his creative partnership and management of the rapper Kendrick Lamar, directing three of his award-winning music videos. Dave Free won this award. What is this award called? It's just one word. Creator? Creative? Creative director? Or director? <laughs> creative. No, he won the Creator Award. Just oh, creator. Okay. 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 Tom Brown won Fashion Designer Award. Breakthrough Fashion Designer went to Taufik Abijako, uh, who's only 19. Um, and on the list of winners, there's a really good photo of Taufik posing with his award. He's holding his award. What is the Soho House Awards Shit. Award? Shit, okay? I knew this was coming. Is it A, a 3X size recreation of the Soho House membership card made out of resin and recycled aluminum? Is it B, a 1 200th recreation of the original Soho House pool made out of resin and recycled aluminum? <laughs> Is it C, a recreation, an exact re recreation of Soho House's signature cocktail made out of resin and recycled aluminum? Or is it D, a life-size recreation of Samantha Jones made out of resin and recycled aluminum, and when you click her face, it goes, I'm Abigail Bronstein. Wait, it's one of those? It's one of those. Fuck, is it the car? No, it's, it's not. It's the pool? No. It's the... It's the signature drink. It's called a it's golden... drink? It's called a golden picante because the Soho House house cocktail is a picante. Oh, and so God. it's made out of resin and 79% recycled aluminum. That's sick. All of those felt wrong to me. All of those insane. photos that you saw probably of celebrities holding their cocktails up, they were holding resin. <laughs> they were holding awards. Scroll oh, up. she's holding the award Scroll in up this? to Haley Lou Richardson. That's an award. <laughs> that's not oh, her drink. Oh, I thought drink. that she was holding her... That's an award. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so messy of them. Well, it reminds me of, you know, those funny things they sell that people buy each other that are like, it looks like spilled cereal. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah, not. it's like a sculpture. And it's like, oh, no, somebody left the spoon on the cereal. Like, oh, no, but it's there's like, like a resin. But milk. it's like resin. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. a, it's like art piece or whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. Also, I want to say when you said Soho House pool, I've never been more deeply uncomfortable in New York than being at the Soho House Dumbo pool. I'll just put that out there. I'm not a member. I was brought as a guest. Mm -hmm. Deeply That's something I would never even I know think about wouldn't. doing. Jake's there swimming laps. I'd say, I got to go. I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> you would. You would say, got to go. Okay. Okay. Next question. Well, no, I'm going to read the actual description of the award. The award itself, created from 79% recycled aluminum, is designed as a gold replica <laughs> of a Barwell cut crystal rocks glass filled with the Patron tequila cocktail and topped off with its accompanying chili, a vision that has been brought to life by Soho House's editorial creative director, Andrew DePros. This is where your membership dollars are going. That is so it's crazy. Not to, it's just <laughs> also to say how kind of... The brand of Soho House, they couldn't even think of something better. You thought of something better, which is a pool. It'd be, like, that is what I would think of, too, kind of. But just the signature cocktail is your most, you know, relevant thing to you. Also, to I feel like alcohol, alcohol just generally, I would think, would be off limits. Because a lot of people don't drink alcohol. Like, I just think it's a weird well, decision Haley for Richardson, a lot of reasons. Even if she's sober, can sip on the resin-filled... <laughs> Glass. All right, all right, okay, all right, all right. next question. Okay. The Changemaker Award, it just says Changemaker, Mae Martin. The award-winning comedian, actor, screenwriter, and author is known for their authentic, unapologetic humor. They consistently support, inspire, and represent the wider queer community. Okay. Mae Martin won the Changemaker Award. 
who are the other two hosts on their new podcast, their new oh, hit wait, podcast, Bobby, Handsome? What? Bobby. Who is it? Wait, I don't even get to guess? No. There are two other comedians. Wait, wait, wait. One of them came up recently. Mm-hmm. Carmen Esposito. No. Oh. <laughs> Wrong. Wait, then, then what am I? Okay, but that would be likely. Oh, though. I thought you meant, you said came up recently with regards to our own personal conversation. No, I thought you meant like recently was on the come up. And one of them is recently on the come up. That's what I thought you meant. No, no, I meant like came up in our, our oh, chat. Oh, no, 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 yeah. Am I even close? I think so. Short hair queer people? Queer people, yeah, queer people. Short hair queer people? Mm, yeah, I think both of these people have short hair. Short hair queer people, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's a podcast for short hair queer people. I think that's what it is. Betty Who, no. Betty Who is not a comedian. Betty Who's funny. But, <laughs> but, but Betty Who's a short hair queer person. Okay, um, I'm never going to guess this. I'm, I'm never going to guess this. I could just name comedians. Tig? There you go, Tara? Tig. <laughs> you got it? Okay. Okay. A, an alliterative short hair comedian who's... who's Whose name sounds fake. Jody Foster. And starts with F. F- Foster F- Femster. F- Fem- Femster Forst- Fortune Femster. Fem- there you Fortune. go. Fortune, Fortune Femster. There you go. Fortune. Is it Femster? Femster. A name I always see but have never said out loud, apparently. That is handsome. May Martin, Tignataro, and Fortune Femster. Okay. Okay, that's a great trio. Come on. That really is like... It's great. I mean, I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> there are yeah. two podcasts I need to listen to. Did you see Kristen Cavallari starting a new podcast? She's like, I'm done with reality TV. Like, I'm finally going to be honest. And if you're familiar with me, then you know that I don't hold back when I have something to say. And of course, I'm going to have a lot to say on this podcast. Starting September 12th, I'll be here every Tuesday getting real and honest about any and everything. The way you are talking about Kristen Cavallari's podcast premiere, you're like counting down to the days. Like you have a countdown. I thought I've subscribed. Stop. I got to hear that woman be a total asshole on mic. Incredible. Hey guys, <laughs> why I started this podcast? I the don't know. The promo is like, I'm finally ready to be honest. Like I'm finally ready to be real. About it's like, what? girl, what have you been doing for 20 years? About what? <laughs> You know what she actually could do on that podcast that'd be very real of her? She could be like, hi, my name is Kristen Cavallari, and I'm a huge fucking bitch. Like, that's what she could do. If she said that, if she was like, you know what? Enough with this. I'm a huge bitch. And that would be like, I'd be like, woo. And I'd listen to every episode until she quit doing it because she got bored. (laughs) She's not doing this for more than 10 episodes. I'm sorry. I can't see it happening for more than oh, 10 episodes. Honey, you th- oh, honey. Maybe 20. You maybe 20. Maybe 20. You think she's doing it for more than five? She probably has a contract. She'll fulfill the contract and then she'll like disappear. And then she'll say, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> this sucks. I've been offered a podcast for over 10 years. I've had a million conversations about it. And I like when I look back at that version of me who initially had those conversations, I really think who that was compared to who I am today is so wildly different. I really believe that timing is everything. I wasn't ready before because to have a successful podcast, you have to be vulnerable. You have to open up. You have to let people in. I wasn't in a good place before where I could do that, where I feel like now the British actor Nabon oh, Rizwan. We're still playing this no, we're game. Still playing. Oh the British God. actor Nabon Rizwan won an award that, quote, spotlights multifaceted artists who are making an impact now, but have not been recognized enough. What is that award called? It's named after a famous Them's production company. Okay, here we go. The options are Lena Waithe's Hillman Grad Alum Award, Alicia Vikander's Vicarious Victor Award, Daniel Kaluuya's 59% Gen Now Award, or Reese Witherspoon's Hello Sunshine Put On Those Sunglasses Y'all Award. Sometimes I zone out and I only hear the last one, which I know you wrote, and I'm like, it can't be that. And then I'm like, fuck, what do I do? Is it B? You thought it was Alicia Vikander's Vicarious Victor Award? No, it's no, Daniel Kaluuya's you. 59% Gen Now Award. I just forgot what the other ones were. Because his company is 59%, and Lena Waits is Hillman grad, and Alicia Vikander's real production company is called Vicarious. Okay, final question. Final question. Okay. Paul Meskel won actor. And Iowa Debris won Breakthrough Actress. But who won Standout Performance? Was it Divine Joy Randolph in The Idol? Eben Moss Bacharach in The Bear? Haley Lou Richardson in White Lotus? Or Lotus the Cat in Just Like That? 
Was it Haley Lou? It was Haley Lou Richardson in The White Lotus. Yes, she won standout performance. She did okay. stand out. That's not all she the awards, but it's like it's that's enough that you get an idea okay, of what so the Soho Awards were. Okay, so now I really understand what the Soho Awards. I can't wait for them next year when nobody shows up because the strike will be over. <laughs> They're gonna no be exactly, begging. exactly. They're gonna be bagging. Okay, they'll be like, we'll give you the, we'll, we'll actually give you drinks, not just a fake resin drink. How much will be famous? Bobby, did you know that it's Live Nation's Concert Week, and from now through May 14th, you can get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows? I did know because Live Nation sent us a list of all of the concerts, and I'm obsessed because I'm definitely going to see some of these people. Well, you can get up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, including Alanis Morissette, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, who else am I seeing? Lainey Wilson. Peso Pluma and Sarah McLaughlin, like, back-to-back. That's fun. Megan Trainer then Peso Pluma, then Sarah McLaughlin, and have us the summer of my life. So grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to buy now. Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep. Up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com slash sample-policy. Spot pet insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. How much of this same? Soho's Awards, a new one. Here's a new one. Giving birth on Instagram Live and then naming the baby after yourself. Well, it's actually not crazy to name the baby after yourself. Um, but Krishan Rock... Gave birth on Instagram Live? I've never seen this. I love this. I was watching, not I wasn't on the live, but I was watching recaps of her giving birth. And I was Mm -hmm. like, wow, we are in a new frontier. So when the head come out, then what? You push, you keep. Wiggle his shoulders to get him out the rest of the way. You feel it? Let's do it. Let's go. Push on. Let him out, Sean. Bring him out, Sean. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, how many people did it say were watching at one point? It was like 70,000 people at one point were just like watching her Instagram live of her giving birth. She was doing comedy. She was doing a bit. (laughs) She was kind of, she was yucking it up. Giving birth because she was giving birth. She was kind of like, get this out of me, kind of in a way. Like there was a clip. (laughs) I was like, that's kind of funny. And that's like dedication to the game and the Mm -hmm. game being like, being. Sort very little, like a little famous. You well, know being what I mean? a being a reality star too, like being being a reality star. Being a she's kind of a Zeus. Cause she's kind of a Zeus legend. She's a Zeus from star. What? Anything that's not involved around her, she just will throw a fucking fit. These bitches too fucking old to be acting like this. She almost forty, acting like a little bitch. No, no, I'm not. She's I'm not working like this. I'm done. Stop the bus. But you know what? I thought she was just a Zeus legend and then dated Blueface for a long time. And their relationship is sort of like really dark and messed up. And we don't have to get into like how dark it is. Like, let's focus on Krishan. Her first thing before Zeus, or maybe it was simultaneously with being on Baddies, was she was on a show that I've never heard of that premiered in May 2020, which might explain why I never heard of it, called Ultimate Tag on Fox. Do you remember this? No. She was a contestant. She went by Shawnee on Ultimate Tag tag because she's a like a track and field star when she was a teen she was like a track and field star in baltimore wait you really went back in time i didn't know this she won i think just i think it was per episode so she won like ten thousand dollars on this episode so it was just like a show about playing tag but playing tag but it was like there it's sort of like tag in the middle of an arena setting with an obstacle course kind of mixed in i didn't watch like a full episode but i watched clips and Shawnee's giving our taggers a hard time down there. Let's see if she can back up all that talk on the court. All right, Shawnee, your time to beat is 2 minutes and 11 seconds. And the tagger you'll be up against is your nemesis, Dynamite. So she was a standout on a show about tag during Playing the pandemic tag. that clearly did not last. And then they were like, oh, you're kind of fun. And then she like went on to be on baddies and obviously date a rapper and all that. And that's yes. kind of like what happened from there. Okay, wow. And then, but I think wow. the main thing was it was on um, 
Blue Girls Club, which then turned into baddies. What well, like her fame went from Blue Girls Club, which is how she met Blueface and why their relationship is still happening, and why mm-hmm. she's now covered in tattoos of Blueface, even though they're like on the rocks and he's like, like awful. He sucks. But I like that she. Well, to be clear, you said obviously, oh, she named the kid after herself, which is not even that unusual. What is kind of interesting and maybe a little unusual is that it was a boy and she mm-hmm. named him after herself. Yes, I kind of think that's cute. That's that is a little unusual, right? Usually, it's like usually it's like. I'm going to name the baby that I'm birthing after the father, Jonathan. And this is Jonathan Jr. This is Chris Sean Again, Jr. Again, can I also just say, her name is Chris Sean. So, yes. like, she does have two male names put together to make actually kind of a beautiful woman's name for her. But what's great is she had a boy, and so she named him Chris Sean, and now it's back to being a boy's name. Again, <laughs> names, gender, whatever. But I do think it's fun. It's like, Chriselle, this is Chris Sean. <laughs> like she like she's giving her two male names pushed together mm-hmm. back to her son. I never thought They're about fun. that. Names don't matter. They really don't. Never seen this before. Love it. More people should be giving birth on Instagram. No. If only no, because no, 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 it's fa- no. I'm learning about birth. I love knowing how it works. I love knowing that it's awful. Bobby, you know? No, absolutely not. <laughs> From a big old grave on I'm destined for it, but it just takes time All this pain inside this bottle, take your best shot Hit the storm stones, hide hand on the best rock Angus T. Jones was spotted? Angus T. Jones <laughs> was the kid from Two and a Half Men. He was the half man. Mm-hmm. Now he's a full man, okay? And page six spotted him twice in one week or something. Spotted mm-hmm. him, meaning they went after him and took his photo twice in one week. And they mm-hmm. were like... Wow, he's different. It's like, yeah, he's old. He was a kid when you met him, and now he's an adult. And now he like <laughs> has a beard and a shaved head. Here's the buzz. Former child star Angus T. Jones put, in, put his new buzz cut on display while taking his bike out for a spin in Los Angeles. He looked completely unrecognizable as he rocked a freshly bald head while pushing a black and silver electric bike, according to photos obtained by Page Six. He, I guess he had been seen walking barefoot, which I'm, I've come to believe is just a Los Angeles thing, you know? <laughs> People just walk... Shawn Mendes and all of his friends walked barefoot, or one of the friends of Shawn Mendes walked barefoot. People do it. They go pick up their smoothies and they walk barefoot. And then they walk right to their cars, which are like 10 steps away, you know? The kind of dark thing about Angus T. Jones and what, of course, Page Six followed up with was that he like left the show because he was like, I don't want to do this because I'm a Christian and like this is a fucked up show and I don't want to deal with Charlie Sheen anymore. Mm-hmm. And he like quit the show when he mm-hmm. was making like a ton of money. So people were obsessed with that. Yeah. And that was kind of like a big deal. A little deal. dark. A little dark. A little do you dark. remember when Charlie Sheen left Two and a Half Men and he was replaced by Ashton Kutcher? And I that do was like something that. our culture let happen and then it was on for like more years. Speaking of darkness, I don't want to talk about Ashton Kutcher. And, I don't and, want to either, but oh my God. And stories oh that pop up every God. year and then somehow you ignore them. The serial killer story, yeah. But that's not even the main story that is happening with Ashton oh, Kutcher. It's not just that. Okay, because you're oh, like making it, you're skipping a bigger story. Yeah, and I don't. That's just, this is not the place. You're skipping a video released in which uh, that's two Patreon actors content. were proving who's a better actor. You know what I mean? And the answer is... <laughs> Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> By a nose. <laughs> Not really. I think it's significant. I think she's getting a Razzie and I think he's getting an Oscar for that performance. I'm serious. Oof. I think he's I think she's getting a Razzie and he's just not getting recognized by the Academy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I, I, I think he's do- I think he's doing his best work in decades on that one, but it just says a lot about uh maybe you're a better actor if you're really convinced of your innocence. Oh my god. Too. We can't talk about okay. them. We can't talk about them. We can talk about Let's Sarah go. Hines's Three mugs on her desk, Haynes? which is Haynes, Sarah Haynes. I don't know. Sarah Haynes is three mugs on her desk. Apparently, the view is still relevant in some circles, and Sarah Haynes. Do you care about this? Has three. Well, I feel like the only reason I like this is because you love having multiple beverages. Oh my you're obsessed God. Like... with the idea of multiple beverages. Well, I'm just like if you're at a if you're at a restaurant. The more beverages you have, the better your meal's gonna be. If you can have like an iced coffee, an or I mean, this is more for like brunch themed. If you have a water and an iced coffee and an orange juice, like that's a huge sleigh. If you are if you are having dinner and you're like, I'm gonna have like a water, I'll have a cocktail. And I'll maybe have like an after dinner coffee or, or even during dinner, I'll get a Diet Coke mm-hmm. too. The more drinks you have on your desk, the more drinks you have on your dinner, the better. 
I mean, how luxurious was it when we used to go to this like all inclusive brunch thing situation where you oh, would yeah. get like oh, yeah. a certain meal, um, RIP Char Four Char on four. Smith Street. Yeah. They would give you like, you know, you'd get like your choice of whatever, this, that, and whatever. And then you'd get a coffee, a juice, and a water. You had, and so you would sit at a table that was maybe like, for four people, respectfully. Mm-hmm. If four people sit at a table and all four people have three drinks, that's six cups on the table. The table <laughs> is no room 95%. For, there's cups. no room for plates. And so I would always laugh. Oh, you got a cocktail. Okay, I'm sorry. Four cups. Four. There were four cups per person on the table. Two, four people per table. That mm-hmm. is 16 cups on the table. I think they went out of business because they ran out of cups. Yeah, Too many it was a cups. great. That place was a great deal. I think they said, "Oh, our business involves too many cups, and we're sick of washing cups." What do you call? What's the phrase or the word for um, when You're when birds when birds when the male birds show off their plumage to like get laid? <laughs> what do you call that? Now it's time for his grand performance. He waves his wing like a matador's cape. That's what it's like when you have a lot of. It's like a. It's like a power. When move. you have a lot of cups. When you have a lot of cups. Yeah. It's like yeah, I don't care. Give me another cup. I don't. I don't care. Look how impressive. And it's I also am like another you cup. just need so many drinks. You're just like mm-hmm. I need to have like a variety of drinks. I just thought I always think of that that brunch with the all inclusive, four cups per person. There'd be sixteen cups per table. You were just yeah. drowning in cups, and the, and it was literally the the peak of to me luxury which is i guess why you thought i chose this story the view host sarah haynes finally reveals the reason why she has three mugs on her desk during the show after months of speculation from baffled fans Mm -hmm. so the explanation is actually sort of boring which surprise surprise (laughs) um sarah she had one hot drink one one hot one cold then the crew was like LOL, what if we give you a third? And she was like, you're crazy. And then the audience was like, why does she have three mugs? And the answer is, they're having a good well, time. One on is a gag. Mm-hmm. One is hot, one is cold, and one's like one is a, a gag. gag. Like one they would put gag. stuff in it like jello or like a cookie or like whatever to fuck with her. What I thought was really funny was this isn't even the the View's first mug themed controversy. Oh, yeah, the farting mugs. <laughs> if you remember... Um, when Whoopi Goldberg was accused of farting on The View and people were just letting it be like, oh, Whoopi farts, like just rips one live on The View and everybody was like, oh, that's so normal and just crazy and normal. Mm-hmm. She was not farting. It was these mugs were ripping across the table and creating a little fart. Mm-hmm. Which I believe. So guess what? They got coasters. <laughs> no more whoopsies for Whoopi. The View adds coasters under mugs on panelists' desk after co-hosts said that they were causing the farting noises on air. A headline about adding coasters to the table on The View. Fantastic. You you never thought The View was so relevant, and yet here we are. Fantastic. You know, the pandemic made for a different kind of Halloween last year, but since things are slowly starting to move forward, normal people are returning to more traditional seasonal events, as you did just over the weekend, Sarah. <laughs> Do tell. She's comatose. Are you back? Oh, yeah, she's gone. Still she's a little gone. too soon to talk about what, it. What, what happened? Tell us. So I tried to go to a pumpkin patch with my kids. Why? I, thought, I don't know. How to be famous? Looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want, and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. 
Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing. Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You got to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also, practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm going to learn Spanish, I'm going to do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language with Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. I want to be famous. Just read it. Emily Prescott, colon, the columnist on the Daily Mail. Charlotte Church's advert for a free spirit, dot, 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 as she wants someone to stay at her wellness retreat for three months with free room and board, but no salary. That's it. That's read the it. next one. Lenny Klum spends some quality time with her dad, Italian billionaire Flavio Briatore, as they holiday on his yacht after years of, quote, never seeing each other. Okay, moving on. Tinashe got 25 things. She got 25 things, thank God. And did you know, how many of these things did you already know? I knew almost none of them. I was like wrapped <gasps> reading all of these. I you, loved you her knew? 25 things. Yeah, I knew almost none of them. Okay. Did you know the best place she's ever partied is, to is Tokyo? I didn't. Did you know what her favorite color guessed. is? Orange. No. No. Lindsay, do you know where her first kiss was? Tinashe's? No. It was on a golf course. <laughs> Did you know that she hates all condiments? No mustard, no mayo, just plain. I love that. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> that's, that's very a Tinashe, problem. though, when you think about it. It's very Tinashe. I only like musical collaborators who are down to get experimental with their sounds in the studio. <laughs> Did you know that she's a huge gamer and that her favorite game is Call of Duty? Do you know that she's afraid of spiders? Okay, I guess I would have guessed she's afraid of spiders. Did you know that she prefers to wear mixed metals rather than just gold or silver? Uh. Did you know the last thing she ordered on Postmates was ramen? Did you know that she loves driving and listening to music and back when she still lived with her parents and would record songs in her bedroom, it was a really important ritual for her to drive around and listen to her music out loud? I still, She still goes on joy rides and she also approves her mixes based on what it sounds like in the car, based on what it sounds like in the studio, which is such Did a you slay. Did you know that her favorite cheese is cheddar? I did know that. Did okay. you know that she hates chocolate? No, let's let's do relationships. This wedding, uh, suddenly, I mean, everyone's. It seemed like everyone was there. If they weren't at the Soho Awards, they were Who at Joey everyone? King's wedding. If they weren't at the Soho Sabrina Awards, Sabrina Carpenter they were and the guy from Red, White, Joey White, King's and Royal Blue. Who else? Oh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. <laughs> I didn't know she was there. Taylor Swift popped in. And Logie you know Lerman really was there. The the actual true star who was there. Who just. Jared. Oh, just Jared was there. Was Jared there. Ang. Yeah. Jared Ang. Just Jared. He said, it's just me. He's a stylist now. So he's like got his own very oh, successful business. I know, business, but I'm know. just saying, I don't care about his styling. I care about his website that I read on the daily. Buried in Robert Lowry's Instagram carousel from this wedding. Who is Robert Lowry? Wait, Austin Swift, Taylor brought her brother? On slide four was the was the sort of like brag that Taylor Swift was there because it said seating chart for like the tables. Because she wasn't seen in any of the photos. Austin she was Swift, just there. table 15. Do you think, Taylor Swift, table 15. I don't want to talk about Taylor Swift more than this one comment, but do you think that after her showing at the Jack Antonoff wedding, how she was like the center of attention, everybody was like, can you relax? She said at this wedding, I don't want any photos of me. I'm just going to like be here. Don't publicize me here i think so i think okay. that makes a lot just of wondering. sense just wondering 
I was wondering if she kind of like saw the, she saw the hubaloo and said, you know what? Maybe I should learn something from this. You know who else was there? Freaking Thomas Kale with Michelle Williams. His wife. Oh, I missed that. The Michelle Williams. Wow. We, I will say Joey King. Michelle Williams is at Joey King's wedding. See what I'm saying? Every person who's ever worked with Joey King on a movie or TV show was there. Like Patricia Arquette. Patricia Arquette was there. Yeah. Phoebe Devner, Caitlin Dever, Anna Sophia Robb, Red, White, and Blue Star, Taylor Zakhar Perez, who was in the kissing booth with her. I just feel like everyone that Zoe King has ever worked with showed up, except for you. Who I don't notice who wasn't here. Who? Jacob Elordi, Mr. Kissing Booth himself. Is he doing Elvis? Didn't he get? Press I think he got. Elvis. I think that movie got a pass because it's like you get a pass if it's like in a studio that is uh, mm-hmm, agreeing mm-hmm, to the rules, mm-hmm, right? I mm-hmm, think he's mm-hmm. doing Priscilla Press. Whatever. Either way, I'm just everyone from the kissing booth was there, and her co-star from the act, Patricia Arquette, was there. Would you want to sit next to Michelle Williams at a wedding, or do you think it'd be like weird? No. Yeah, I no. Feel like be I would weird. feel so. I'd feel so pressured to make conversation, and you know, it'd be a flop, and I'd feel, and then I would feel worse than if I even just didn't do it at all. But who from this wedding would you want? Patricia Arquette. Well, yeah. All right, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Would you want to sit next to Taylor Zakhar Perez? No. No. Would you want to sit next to Taylor Swift? Yeah, of course. Are you kidding? Would you want to sit yes. between Taylor if it had to be between Taylor and Austin? Austin Swift. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would definitely sit would between definitely Taylor and Austin Swift. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Would you want to sit next to Phoebe Dinova? No. No. Would you? Oh, I know the answer to this. Would you want to sit next to Anna Sophia Robb? Of course. Yeah, because I'd be like, love I Carrie love Diaries. doing the Carrie Diaries. <laughs> and then we could like talk about the Carrie Diaries. Okay, let's move on. Robin Roberts got married. I didn't no. even know she was a lesbian. Th- you didn't? No. I don't know. I just forgot. Queer icon, Robin Roberts. She married her partner, Amber Lane. In an intimate wedding after 18 years together. They've been together for wow. so long. Look at them in their beautiful white I dresses. That. I love An that. intimate magical wedding ceremony in our backyard, followed by a joyous reception. Oh, the dancing. We are immensely grateful to all for making it a day and night to remember. Honeymoon, here we come. Mm-hmm. I say this with the utmost respect. I don't know. What are you going to say? But I think that, I mean, I mean this with the utmost respect. Say it. I think that when you are a very public cancer survivor, mm-hmm. the American public, the American public is obsessed with you Forgets forever. Forget you're a lesbian. Well, oh. the American public is just like absolutely obsessed with you. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Because it's such a like, I mean, personally, no, I it's such a scary, harrowing her thing. Her story was a her story was inspiring. Yeah, and when no, you talk about it, story. I think yes. it really, I think it really imprints you on people. Yeah, and they will totally. be with you through thick and thin. You know, I think some of those people even forgot she was a lesbian. Yeah, because and they I mean me—they think of her as a cancer survivor first because it's a very, yeah. it's a very intense thing, right? Like we mm-hmm. really connect totally. to it. Anyway, yeah. I say it with respect. Totally. Love hearing that song. We all felt it on Friday night, and now you get a first look at Robin and Amber's wedding for our GMA viewers. We were all there, of course, on, for the road to the ring, and over the weekend they tied the knot, surrounded by family and friends. Lara was there with all of us. Yes, I was. What a night. The theme was Love Wins, and it was certainly a night to remember. The ceremony was in their backyard, followed by a beautiful, joy-filled reception. We laughed, we cried, and boy, did we dance. Take a look. (laughs) This is the wedding. This is the most boring wedding of the century. Gotta say. No, listen. Here's what's funny about this. Tell me, because I'm desperate for something to be funny about this. All of these Marvel A-listers were spotted in Boston. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, Jeremy Renner. And it's like, why the fuck else would they be in Boston? Like, that was what was so funny about this. It was like, oh, God, there's no other. The the reason why this news is funny is because there's no other reason for these people to be together in Boston. (laughs) Like, why? Like, literally, why? You know what I mean? They didn't get the Dunkin' Donuts spawn. They're not filming anything there. I'm sorry. Are we doing a revamp of uh, Mystic River? A reboot starring Jeremy Renner? Oh, yeah. He was in... um, he was in um he was in Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. Matt Damon. The Departed. He was in, he are was we doing in what are we doing? What are we doing? Better Will Hunting? <laughs> what are we doing? Departed two? Departed again? He's leaving again. Anyways, my point is is that I saw this news in a way that made me so happy, which was because we follow best of Chris Evans, aka at Evans content. I hate my is, least favorite fan account. Ugh. Come on. What do you mean I love them? I hate Chris Evans fans. 
Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say, hey, Chris. Okay, well, I love them. And I think this is so funny. They posted a picture of them at the restaurant and they mm-hmm. posted the Dumois screenshot like, it's wedding season. Who will be next? I'm predicting an A-lister, which is not even a fucking blind item. It's no. just literally somebody saying A-listers are getting married because it's wedding season. Like, shut up. People are getting married. And they posted this, which is fucking hilarious. You have to admit Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, Jeremy Renner are all in Boston, the hometown of Chris Evans, which could mean nothing. (laughs) Which could mean nothing. Which could mean nothing. (sighs) The Chris Evans fans were like, pray for family reunion, (laughs) anything but marriage. So he married Alba Baptista, who we've talked about before. I'm so grateful that I saw Mrs. Harris goes to Paris before they started dating, because now I feel like... I don't know what this woman has done since and I don't really care. But because I saw her in that and I thought she was quite good. I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. Chris Evans marrying Mrs. Harris goes to Paris girl, you know, and I don't mean what's her face. What a movie. What's her face? The main one. Oh, uh, Leslie Manville. See, I don't mean Leslie Manfield, but that would be amazing. Leslie Manville. (laughs) And I don't mean Leslie Manville. That would be amazing. Ah, uh, yes. Chris Evans, 42, wedding Alba Baptista, 26. Ooh, Interesting. That's a 16 that's a years. How old is Leslie Manville if he were to marry her instead? I would say she's 69. She's 67. Good job, Bobby. 67. How old is he again? 42? 40, 42. Oh 42. Yeah, 42. You doing math? No, I'm doing it in my head. And the answer is 25. So I would... So there is more of an age difference between Leslie Manville and Chris Evans than um, but his new wife. It would be hotter. Alba Batista. Oh, you know it would be hotter. Come on. For Leslie him, Manville, too. Please. Okay. Please. The photo, the photo, though, of because everyone at this wedding had like, it was locked down. We haven't seen any photos of this wedding. It's like, yeah, because this is what people do. There was a photo. People. Well, the, they got the married about, on Cape Cod. The thing about people knowing what Classic. celebrity houses look, look like can be creepy. But, like, people recognize that Jamie Chung and Brian Greenberg were in Chris Evans's house after the wedding. Do you know why they recognize that? I only put the screenshot here, but there's a video, and you can very much hear his voice. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I know. I asked. Oh, I didn't get to tell these people. I just didn't tell the wing about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Twitter friend Lala, who shared Potbase's tweet, Chris Evans and Alba Baptista got married over the weekend, page six reports, and added this comment. Okay. Um, Okay. <laughs> I know that really is how I feel. Okay. Okay. Another big wedding that happened across the pond was Calvin Harris marrying Vic Hope. Have we ever talked about Vic Hope? She's like a she's a we classic have. presenter. Have, yeah. She's just we like have, a glamorous yeah. British presenter who's like we presented have. on British TV for years and years. She's been on Strictly. She's beautiful. She's just like a British TV presenter superstar. And they got married su- at a I'm surprised we have Glast- any celebrities left to attend it. <laughs> Glastonbury-themed wedding. Glastonbury-themed wedding. They had a Glastonbury-themed wedding? Glastonbury-themed wedding. So it was like kind mm-hmm. of like a... A music festival? It was set up like a music festival. They had like f- fireworks and it was like all these tents. So if you look at it from above, because all the photos are like drone shots of this like castle. It looks like it's at a castle somewhere in the UK. And it looks like there are tents everywhere and all this space for like different events and okay, sprawling grasslands. Okay. But I kind of forgot that they were dating and now they're married. Wow, Calvin they Harris. They got Nile Rodgers and Chic to perform. That's pretty chic. Okay. Yeah. Bachelor Gabby Windy and Robbie Hoffman's first text have us dreaming of a love this. like theirs. How did we get here? I'm how really did we get to much... this kind of editorializing we... in a Us Weekly headline? Hoffman turned to Wendy's friend and insisted that she wouldn't be the one to pass along the former bachelorette's digits. Quote, I'm getting it from the source and I'm testing the number right now. She remembered during the Tuesday, September 5th podcast episode. I felt so connected and it was back and forth. We were laughing and immediately natural. I had no nerves. Speaking of the opposite of that, read the next headline and we'll go to Rita. <laughs> What's the opposite of that? John Hamm makes his wife, Anna Osceola, his number one priority. Actor turns down invites to enjoy couples time. <laughs> that's all. That's the opposite. That's heteronormativity. Yeah, that's true. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay, Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? 
Rita's going to be a presenter at the VMAs. Tonight. Tonight. If you're listening to you it on Tuesday. You hosting the VMAs. Tonight. Nicki Minaj. I was going to say, you know yeah, it's Nicki I Minaj. Did. Yeah. It's kind of random. It was random for me because I kind of just didn't hear about it until. And then I, of course, didn't stop hearing about I it. I think Nicki is really, really loving her, like, sort of, like, Back in the back in spotlight the back situation. in the spotlight situation, like I think the I think the Barbie song with she got uh, excited Dice. about people liking her music again. Rita is presenting at the VMAs, mm-hmm. not performing. Interesting, but presenting. she'll be there because she has to be. She also transformed into a green woodland queen next to very casual husband Taika Waititi. What is she wearing in this? Well, it's, what is this? It's a. <laughs> It's a big, it's a big floppy sock. Everything she's wearing is monochrome to. I feel like you're not going to do good to job an explicit of extent. This. Like every single thing is the exact same color of like seafoam green, not seafoam green, of emerald green. She's wearing a Kermit green lace blazer top with a translucent kind of skirt, skirt lace bottom. Lace bottom. Around her neck is a green type of boa entity. Boa scarf. And she's wearing a hat. The circumference of the hat, again, this is all the same fabric. It's all green kind of Kermit colored with lace. lace on the top. The, circum- the circumference of the hat is very, very large. It's giving that big Jacquemus kind of oversized floppy hat. giving Rose Bucator. Sure, that's a good reference for you. Yes, 100%. And she's just strolling down the street next to Taika Waititi, who's just wearing a shirt and pants. So it's a real, like, interesting kind of comparison. But they're still in Venice because Taika's movie just that's premiered. Why. Next goal wins. I put did it in he here. Get a, did he get a... I guess he got a voucher, too. Well, because he's the director. Oh, he's a director. He's the director-writer mm, okay. of it. So Rita is there, and she's doubling up on body-bearing gowns. She's looking casual in black top and gray leggings. She's putting on a very loved-up display. She shares a kiss with her husband for performing at the Amphar Gala. I feel like we she talked about this Amphar last Gala. week. Well, she, so we she's still her, at Venice. We talked about her preparations for the Amphar Gala. Now I think the Amphar Gala has happened, and there are a lot of photos of it, and she looked amazing. So She's still in Venice, but she has to fly back to be presenting at the VMAs. Yes. So we know she's coming back to wherever the VMAs are, which I assume is either New York or New Jersey or LA. Actually, I don't even know. I think the VMAs the are in New York. But it looks like, oh, it's in, you're right, it's at the Prudential Center. Yeah, it's in they New love, they moved the VMAs to New Jersey and made a huge deal of it. But then I think they secretly just kept them there. And they're like, we're not going to talk about the fact that we're still in New Jersey, but we just, it's much easier for us to be here. It's probably a lot easier. It's probably a little cheaper. New Jersey's Prudential Center. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at 619 Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show, Who's There? Support us on patreon.com slash weekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, commentary tracks, and more. Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant for researching and editorializing and meeting Vanessa Hudgens. And we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. You will trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to know. Hey. 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 Hey.